Episode 19. Friends, it's the award show. It's uh, our version of the Dundies of switchbacks and sandwiches. We've done a lot of hiking and eaten a lot of sandwiches during the last 13 months while recording these episodes on the Hashtag 59 podcast. We feature nine states, three countries, and we made more than one episode in California, Costa Rica, and Washington State. We never ran into a bear on the trails, and thank goodness, because uh, if you don't know, bears love sandwiches. So come on the inside and join us for episode 19 of the Switchbacks and Sandwiches, season four, where we explore, dissect, and share our stories on hiking trails and the sandwiches we eat before, during, or after the hike. Today, we hand out our best of awards for our top three favorite hikes and sandwiches from the season. Jill? Hey. Three hikes, three sandwiches. Yeah, Can you believe it's hard, it? it's hard to pick. Can you believe we made it here? How about it? It's been good. Lots of good stuff. I've been sitting here scrolling through my pictures trying to remember which ones and where. And How many times did you change your top three? Not too many times. Were you more focused on the sandwiches or I, the switchbacks? <laughs> probably the sandwiches I just I was like looking at them all before I was choosing so it was a hard choice well welcome back friends Mike R here with Jill G on the hashtag 59 podcast hashtag 59 is an outdoor adventure community and this podcast episode is our season four finale season five is coming we have committed to doing it yes. um no teaser alerts necessary. We'll do that plenty before it comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's definitely going to be an outdoor themed and probably some food. So I guess, yeah, little <laughs> teaser. Okay, so today's episode, though, uh, we are doing, if you have not listened, uh, do you have seven or eight hours to listen to our past 18 episodes? Uh, maybe refresh yourself. No, we did 18 episodes of the Swishbacks and Sandwiches theme this year, and Jill and I are going to share our top three hikes and our top three sandwiches from the season. Mm-hmm. Where do we want to begin? Let's go, let's go hike, sandwich, hike, sandwich, hike, sandwich. Three, two, one. Oh, like, I didn't rank mine. I just did like three. So, yeah, however you want to do yours. Did you rank yours? No, that's what I was asking. Oh, okay. No, so whatever. Okay, great. Why don't you kick it off with your first hike? Okay. One of my favorite hikes that we did that we talked about was the Los Leones Trail. I think it is in... Is that one the one by Santa Monica? It's It's in the Santa Monica Mountains. And, whoa... What? We, a little news alert, we did that. We were recording this episode on New Year's Eve. We did this hike on New Year's Eve last year. We did? We did. I knew it was around the holiday. Yep. Like the, the we did weeks. it because you had a holiday during the week and we did New, Year, New Year's Eve or New Year's Day off. And yeah. 
we wanted to go hiking during the week rather than the weekend because it's a super popular hike. Yeah, okay. Anyways. I don't I don't remember exactly when. I knew it was the end of last year, the beginning of this year. It's just it says on when I had Googled it quickly, it says it's one point three miles, so it's not very far and it's not very difficult. It's just kind of a steady climb up. But the part that's really amazing that I found amazing, and now people that live in California experience this all the time. And it was something unexpected. We were kind of hiking, I would say, kind of on a rocky ledge. You know, you had some nice views. And you came around this corner, and you could see the ocean. Pacific Ocean's right there. And, I mean, it was just, like, an uninterrupted view. It was beautiful. And it was, of course, a beautiful day. It was crazy. I love the Santa Monica Mountains. We went really early in the day, I remember, because I remember when we came, were coming out. Or did we? I we know. did. We went our very because early. Because I think that's how we got parking. Because it's kind of in like a neighborhood, like the start of Pacific it. Palisades. Okay. I don't really know. I don't remember the, all that part, but it was incredible. It's just about a quarter mile off the one in Santa Monica. Yeah. The hike's great. And you can go longer. Because we went about five miles round trip, and some people can go even longer because it just there's more fire service roads that you can keep climbing up. Okay, because this says 1.3 miles. I found, but we kept going. Yeah. I feel like once we got because that's probably the viewpoint. Yes. Because it only says 500 feet elevation, but it's like really just a really gentle, steady uphill. Like I don't remember it being super hard. One we thing were doing a lot more hiking though. One thing I remember beyond the epic views and the fun hike was California lockdown. And while we are recording this episode in Columbus, where we're kind of in a, I mean, not a required lockdown, but it was a required lockdown. And we had at this point though, there was no vaccinations or boosters Mm -hmm. available. And even outside, like eight feet away, everyone was wearing masks while hiking is what I remember a lot of some people definitely were. I don't remember that. Oh, there's a photo of you and me in masks. We took selfies, and there's not a person within 10 feet of us. Huh. I do remember that picture. We had on our hashtag masks. Yes. That we had gotten for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. thanks, thanks, Dave. Yeah, I do remember that. Um, I don't remember, though, that other part, maybe just because I'm so used to wearing it now. But. Oh, yeah, a lot of people on the hiking trails would – I even – I would wear – a bandana and just flip it up when I walked by people, even if I was like eight feet away from people. I do remember that kind of. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, anyway, nice pick. Thanks. Yeah. That's a good one. That was one of my favorites. I'm going to take the hike that almost broke you in October. There's a couple. There's a couple. No, uh, Sierra Negra volcano Mm -hmm. on with, um, was our guide, uh, what was his name? Mm-hmm. wasn't Carlos. It That's was, what I was going to say. Was it Carlos? Yeah, it was, it was Carlos. Carlos. Yeah, it took us on, uh, in, on Isabella Island in the Galapagos. And that was the – it just <clears> – you get to the second biggest volcano caldera in the world. You, we got these views of the ocean – also the Pacific Ocean, going out on Isabella with almost like this. It kind of reminded me of what you would find in Hawaii a little bit, but also desert and rainforest all in the same hike. 
And obviously it was hilarious because we didn't know that we had to do a second half of it. And it was about 200 degrees and you were sunburned for the next seven and a half weeks. As I mean, I was really sunburned, like, like dangerous. And you ate your sandwich before right you thought, yes, thought right we away. Going back because I thought we were turning around. I think that was one of those memories of we. I didn't realize. I mean, I knew we were on the equator, but I was just. It was again not being prepared. I mean, that's kind of always the theme is being prepared. I was wearing a tank top and didn't have anything to cover my head. And as we were walking back, Carlos was covered head to toe, and I mean, I was already fried probably a fourth of the way in. And Isabella Island in the Galapagos in Ecuador is literally on the equator. But I love the hike. I would do that hike again if given the opportunity. I I think there's only one of us that would. (laughs) I wouldn't. I wouldn't. But I would certainly take two sandwiches. Yes. More snacks. Let's talk about a sandwich. Okay. So these sandwiches don't correspond. They're just our top sandwiches, right? Yeah. So we're just doing... And just to clarify on these, these are hikes and sandwiches that we did in these in this only this 18-episode season that we talked about on the podcast. Right. We've gone on a lot of other hikes and also at home while not hiking, eating a lot of other sandwiches. Yes. But they got to go on a previous podcast episode. So I'm going to pick a sandwich that I think we probably both picked. And it was the roasted beet sandwich. We ate it in a parking lot in Rainier, I spray, think. We ate it after the spray park hike with, with our Tyler. With Tyler. Yep. And I just Googled the recipe because I forgot about it until I was looking at the pictures. And it was roasted beets with ginger, fennel, and goat cheese. This is making me feel like I shouldn't have been apologizing for our sandwiches all season. That's this what I thought. This was a good one. Well... And that, I, we yeah. have a lot of leftover sandwiches. You just you wanted it. You wanted, I wanted them to be this unique every time. Yes, and they weren't. Especially being vegetarian, it's there. Yeah, there's there is, only so many combinations. Actually, I don't know if that's even true. We just didn't put as much time into it. But regardless, we roasted the beets again. We brought everything separate, so we built them in the parking lot, and it was really good. Yeah, those were really good. I remember popping open. The cooler after a great hike in Spray Park, and it was foggy in Rainier that day. The, mm-hmm. the fog was coming down, even though it was mid-August at the time. I think there was some arugula, like we um, tossed it in like a mustard, oil, ginger kind of dressing, and then you put that on the top. It was delicious. We're definitely yes. going to be making these again. Well, I'm not going to pick that one. It wasn't. It wasn't one. It of was yours? one of mine, oh. but I don't want to have the same ones. Okay. So I'm going to go. We're going to go back to the Santa Monica Mountains. Different hike. It was when we hiked the Backbone Trail, which is a super long spot. But we had one specific spot when we were living in Malibu that we would hike all the time on the Backbone Trail, and we did. We did sautéed jackfruit. This is one of mine. Sorry, this is oh. one of mine, but that's fine. Hit See, it. friends, this is, now you know we're not scripted. We're not even consulting no. each other before we do this. I just looked up what we put on them. Do you remember? Yes, I okay. think. Okay. I think we had guacamole. Yeah. We had slices of white cheddar cheese, mm-hmm. 
And then we had the sautéed jackfruit with like chili powder and paprika maybe. Yeah, we ate them open-faced. And open-faced. Slices of jalapeno. And slices of jalapeno. That's what it was. Yes, that was a good sandwich. And I even put in parentheses on the backbone because I remember when we had on that day too after that hike. Um, That was a good sandwich. And I remember my love for jackfruit grew over the season. It's all about kind of how you season it, I think. And that was one time that we did a really good job with it. Look at that. Not only did you get a hike more, Mm -hmm. you got to curate some new loves of different vegetarian sandwiches. Mm -hmm. It's good. Jackfruit's great on a sandwich, y'all, if you've never done it. Uh, everything's good in a Your mom, I mean, your mom. It's good, like, with barbecue sauce. Like, you. Your mom said, I'm, I can hardly notice that I'm not eating meat when I made mm-hmm. her some. Which, yeah. I think that was actually her way of complimenting how good jackfruit is. Maybe. I don't know how much she likes it. She, <laughs> likes, her, she likes her pulled, pulled pork, pork, folks. Yeah, that's all. Sure. Okay, number. So, another hike. Another hike. Yeah. Another one that I picked was the Summerland Trail that we did, and it was, it's actually part, I think it's part of the Wonderland Trail. Correct? It is. And the thing that I remember about it, well, I remember two things about it. Um, we were hiking with friends, and you and our friends kept stopping to take pictures of all the flowers. Yes. I mean, obsessively. Y'all, it was wildflower season. I'm not going to apologize for that. It was, it was beautiful. And we kind of walked to what we felt like was the end, or you get to kind of like a restroom camping area, and we kind of plopped down close to like that area, and somebody who had been camping said, if you just go a little bit farther, you'll hit the creek or something like that. And so we walked, I mean, it was just around the corner, and it was out of a painting. It was a babbling brook. There was wildflowers everywhere. It was... And Probably the, one of the most beautiful places. And Mount Rainier was sitting right on top of us. And we just sat. Well, I mean, we sat for a long time. Of course, we had a snack and we hung out. Well, we had a sandwich. We did right there? Yeah, we wouldn't be, it wouldn't be on That's here. true, probably. Yeah. Well, I felt like we had it when we came back. Oh, yeah. Regardless, um, it was really, really cool. I would go on that again in a heartbeat. I actually think, um, I think that one, is that the one? Tyler said there is a bear, I think, though, that, like, kind of lives in that area that a lot of people see in some of that open prairie. Or am I thinking of Sprague Park? Sprague Park, I okay. think. But there's a lot of bears in Rainier. Regardless, it was really pretty. That, that was definitely one of my faves. The Summerland Trail is actually super interesting because it's, it's got a super small parking lot if you just yeah. do that hike. But when Matt, Greg, and Ruffy and I went to do our Pacific Northwest Guys Road Trip several years ago... Matt had sent out an article on the 20 most epic day hikes in, a, in the United States National Parks. And there was one from each of the, each of the three national parks we were going to go to. So we decided to do them because we mm-hmm. thought we should, we should try to – because he said there's three, there's three on here on places that we're going. So we decided to do all of them. And that one was the one from Rainier. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Nice pick. Okay, number two for me is micro spike hiking, Mills Lake and the Lock in Rocky Mountain National Park in Colorado. We were there for our 
10 year anniversary. We were there in late May. Yep. And it was snowy up high. Up high. It definitely was. That was, we got micro spikes. Did we get them for that or did we get them for something else? We got them for that and... And the enchantments that we didn't do. Oh yeah, we didn't do that. Um, We only needed them once we got up high, but it was the first time I'd ever hiked in micro spikes. It was really cool. It's great. I mean, how far we got to go as a result of that and those lakes were... The lock was just starting to coat, lose its snow coat, if you will, and start to have a few cracks in it, and Mills was stunning. Yeah, it was beautiful. I think the thing that was really interesting about this, and for people that do a lot of winter hiking, they would know this. I just didn't. It was, those are hikes. Or spring hiking, I guess. Yeah, those are hikes that we've been on before. And it was really difficult to identify. I mean, it wasn't identi- hard to get up and back because you could see tracks from people. But we were definitely like, quote unquote, off-roading a lot. Like we were just following the tracks. It wasn't necessarily the trail the whole way. You know, you just kind of follow whoever went first. But it was definitely more difficult. So people that do a lot of snowshoeing, a lot of like hiking up and skiing down, I could see how that could be really difficult. You'd have to have good navigation. Because these were things that, I mean, we also, it wasn't like a concern, but I didn't expect that. I I also loved it because this is a hike I had first done. That was, that's Mills Lake is where we have that photo of myself, my dad, and Chris at the ages of 2, 16, and 32 in 1985. And then we retook the photo in 2018 when we hiked there together. Mm-hmm. But it's been, it, so I first went there at the age of two. And it's one of the, that Mills Lock combo in Rocky is one of the best day hikes in the country. And to get, I'd never done it in micro spikes at that time, time of year with that much snow. So it was, it was well, very neat to get to I do that time of year. Lock, we kind of were, I don't think we realized it. And all of a sudden it was like, no, we're actually on the lake right now. Was it, that was yes, lock, right? you were, it was like, oh. Because everybody was taking photos and you we were thinking was, maybe. I thought maybe we shouldn't have been out there, but I didn't even realize we were. Well, we weren't really, I mean, out, we were on the edge of it. Probably like a foot. Probably like a foot <laughs> yeah, Friends, we were not in the middle. We were not in the middle of the lock. Yeah, uh, I know how dangerous it is. It okay. is though to be on ice. So anyway, yeah. So that was that's a good pick. Yes, thank you. Very fun. And back to sandwiches. You pick yours because mine was that jackfruit open face jalapeno. So oh, that was my no. number two. So I had the beets and I had the jackfruit jalapeno. Do you want to just pick? Do you want to? No, go ahead. You do whichever is your. You do one. Well, my actually last episode. Yeah. Maybe it was because I finally figured out that I can be a baker, so that was that was exciting. Okay, one loaf of bread, folks. Two loaves. Two Two loaves. Too many loaves. (laughs) Too many loaves of bread, folks. It was good though. But I loved it. Yeah, I love the sandwich. Uh, For those of you who have not listened, it was uh, we baked we baked bread and then we did uh, fresh moth slices, banana peppers marinara sauce and veggie meatballs on a hoagie in John Bryan State Park in Yellow Springs, Ohio. That was good. So that was a really solid, actually that kind of reinvigorated me for next, the season, next season and what we're going to be, yeah. what we're going to be doing. Yeah. Even though it's not the sandwich, it just kind of reinvigorated 
the combination of food and nature and the outdoors, blah, blah, blah. That's great. I'll, I'll skip this round because then I'll um, okay. have one for next time. Back to the trails then. Back to the trails. The last one that I picked, I hope we talked about it on one of the episodes because we did it a couple of times. I'm pretty sure we did. It's Rattlesnake Ledge. Yeah. We did, yeah, we did we three episodes right? in Washington State. Okay. Because, I mean, I know we went on a lot of hikes there. We didn't always talk about every one that we went on. No, it was, Close, in, our, but it was in our Washington State roundup. The reason, though, that I picked it, um, I actually don't even remember how long it is. Maybe a couple miles up and back. It's a pr- I mean, I, it's maybe. like four and a half with, uh, with about 800 feet elevation, though. It's a nice, it's a steady, moderately modern strenuous climb. You get to the top, it has a really beautiful view down to a lake. But the reason I picked it was because we went on it a couple times, but we went with friends. And I think that that has totally changed how I like to hike. Like, we have a really good time together. It's fun to hike solo. And then sometimes it's a really good time when you're with people that you care about. And so a bunch of us met um, one day, like, after work because it was summer. So there was still tons of daylight. And it was just a really fun time. It was great. Yeah. It was also overlooks this gorgeous with the way the sky pops, almost like turquoise rattlesnake lake hike that you can then take a dip in the pool or mm-hmm. in the pool, in the pool. into in the, the lake. lake. I went, I would go swimming in the lake sometimes after, afterwards. I'd also like go there, do a hike in the area and then read by the lake. So there's got a lot of nice juju going on there. Mike always says, too, that I hike faster with friends. You he do. He says when it's just the two you, of us. You hike, hike faster so with slow. friends, and you're more merry when Vert brings beers to ha- let you drink one at the top of wherever we're hiking, and he did that day as well. That's true. There it all is. My number one first hike, uh, I think it was episode one. We hiked the Zion, the Narrows in Zion National Park in Utah last November in... They weren't. They were dry suits. Yeah. In the basically, the, I mean, it was it was winter in Zion almost. Even though we even though we tent camped, the water was well beyond anybody going in there without a dry suit on. Yeah, it was cold. It was you know you would have had hypothermia. So, no, some some people did. Remember? I'm positive oh, of it. I'm you not, are. I'm not positive of okay. it. I don't. I wouldn't have wanted to do it because the dry suits, you could still feel the cold. It was, it was just an extra layer of. It was thirty-five degrees temperature that day, and the water was so the water must have been significantly colder than that. I don't remember, but we had like two pairs of silicone kind of like boots on, and then um, these dry suits. It was fun. Narrows the narrows is epic and. Doing it in that gear, just it was an unforgettable experience. Yes, and I was nervous. I had I was the one that picked to do it. I remember I wanted to do it really badly, and I had researched that you can do it that time of year. I was afraid I was going to be really claustrophobic because you hear about like the canyon walls being so tall on every side, but it's so wide, and uh, of course that is also why it's a hazard when there's bad weather because flash flooding and stuff. There's really nowhere to take retreat to but it was a really pretty day and they're really good at the place rental place on 
making sure that you're aware of the weather and things like that. But it was fun. It was great. I loved it. I, re- I mean, I would have gone further, too. I remember it was like we had set we were a time. We running out of daylight yeah, hours. Yeah, we set a time that we knew we had to turn around, and we did. Because we did go kind of sight because we probably went really slow just because you're kind of tromping through the water. At some points, it was it was probably up to chest high, I would say, that day in, in parts. Yes. Otherwise, mainly like waist high for the most part. But. It was also our last tent camping for several months because of this another lockdown that was then, our first one because i remember i um we made peanut butter and coconut sandwiches and we did them because we thought at, they would at the campground and i just remember taking like a hundred pictures of it in fact it's our website. it's our header for yeah on the website for it yes 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 Okay, one more sandwich. So I had also written down the veggie meatball one, but I was afraid that you would pick that one. And so I wrote down breakfast pita. Uh, we made them actually in Joshua Tree and wrapped them up, made them hot, wrapped them in foil, and took them to a hike we did in Altadena. But I had looked back up, and it was fried egg, tomato, of course sharp cheddar because we do that, um, kale. kale and mustard and it was all stuff we'd gotten at the Joshua Tree Farmer's Market put it in a pita wrapped it in foil and because of the fried egg it was like warm when we ate it on the hike on yeah. the side of that trail it's fabulous that was a good one nice pick see yeah I'm thinking like we had, maybe we do sandwiches season two. Oh no. boy no 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 okay. let's not okay. you know Let's, let's are, not like get everyone too excited now. right now. You're a baker. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, that was mine. Nice pick. My final sandwich. When we hiked out of the Bright Angel in the Grand Canyon. Oh my God. I know what you're saying. <laughs> here's what here's what we were supposed to do was build our own lunches. Our guides, whitewater rafting guides, had asked us to do that, and. Because I don't want to use multiple, you know, we had a, it was, it was a plastic bag, like mm-hmm. a sandwich bag. I put all my stuff in one bag. They kind of told you you could. Well, the one guy, Chris, was kind of joking, like, of course you want to put like your M&Ms in there with your sandwich. Regardless, I get halfway out of the, the, on the Bright Angel Trail, which. What'd you make, a cheese sandwich or a I made a cheese, butter? tomato, lettuce, peppers. And mustard sandwich, and the M and M's had moved their way into the peanut M and M's had moved their way into the sandwich, and had melted in with the sandwich because of the hot weather at this point. Well, we also made them the night before, so we made them the night before. They sat in a cooler, and then the heat of the day. I, I have this. I have this gnarly, hilarious photo of the peanut M and M's smeared inside of my sandwich and it was so good because a i think anytime i have a sandwich it's a glorious experience but i had just done six miles about 2500 feet i had my last three or four miles left of this hike and i stopped at that i think it's the it's not the three mile marker no i stopped at the i stopped at the the campsite with the little oasis about four four point two and I stopped, and I really hauled out of there, and I ate that's I ate two of those sandwiches actually because I made myself two of them. And I thought, in no other situation or circumstance would these sandwiches taste so good. 
<laughs> but sitting in the Grand Canyon at 9.30 in the morning eating this, it, it tasted fabulous to me. I did take a couple bites of mine. I do remember that. I didn't have M&M's in my bag, but it had gotten so warm and smashed by the time. Because when I was looking at my pictures, I was going to pick one because we had sandwiches every lunch pretty much down in the Grand Canyon. We did that rafting trip and then hiked out. And it was fun. Like, we had a lot of good sandwiches down there. So I was going to pick one of those, but I never would have picked the hike out sandwich. Oh, man. Well, my hike out sandwich was epic, and I would never want to eat it again. (laughs) So that's it. That's that's where we leave it. That's the season. That's the season, folks. Uh, We kind of concocted this, I feel like, maybe in Sedona. Yeah. Last last year when we were living there, we were eat we were having beers. Having beers and uh thinking about if we could do another season. So we're glad you came along. Thanks for inviting me to be on with you. You're very welcome. It was nice to have you. You brought a wonderful energy. Amy Kay, of course, could always come back. Yeah, Amy. And be a third She's host. A natural. Yeah. She Amy, is. I'm telling you, if you try host in uh season five if you Perfect. want it. The offer's always out there. Uh, but thanks for listening to this episode, friends. We will be back with Season 5 probably in a month or month or two, very shortly, very soon. And if this is your first time listening, give us a subscribe click to get all future episodes. And if any of those hikes or sandwiches tickle your fancy, go into our archives. Uh, you can check out our Patreon page and become a member. We're grateful for your support on that. And, of course, you can head to hashtag 59.com for all the past podcast seasons, our outdoor adventure articles, our trash cleanup event schedule, and learn about our unordinary adventure outings. Signing off, wishing you happy trails wherever you go next with your sandwiches on the switchbacks, Mike and Jill. Peace, love, and dirt.